Hi, I'm Sphere. I'm Nia. I'm Honey. This is Morgan. I'm Alicia. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of what we hope will be a, a podcast sensation in the making. Uh, we are the League, not the League of Gentlemen, you understand, of fans, yes. And we are going to be watching and reacting to and providing some, I'm sure, excellent commentary on Inside Number 9. Uh, and we're beginning at the beginning, which is a very good place to start, uh, with Season 1, Episode 1, Sardines. And I think without further ado, we should get started. I, I have some conflicted feelings about Reach's. He is quite... I'm, ob- I'm obsessed with him. He, no, he's definitely... I, I think it's a stereotype. It is, but he's so funny. I he's funny. I think, it, I think it borders the line of... Ooh, yeah, but then I do you not think that that's what Insan Number Nine sort of I like do, focuses yeah. on? And yeah, gentlemen. And it also anyway. does. I think this episode does a good job of uh, talking about like class attitudes and stuff, like quite subtly. Yeah, I think yeah. Every, uh, everything they do is I deliberate. Think, yeah, I think something, something, something quite big in this episode as well is um, the representation of the cycle of abuse. Yeah, yeah, that goes Obviously, on. People yeah. and even people like Mark and Liz and how they're important in it. And when you when what happens at the end happens. You are forced to ask the question: Well, who in that wardrobe deserved to have yeah. that happen to them? I think that's something with every episode of Inside Number Nine: the bad things that happen. Should mm. it? Who deserves to have bad things happen to them? Yeah, definitely. Is, yeah. I think one of the big themes of Inside Number Nine is guilt yeah. and innocence, and but also like of punishment, collateral damage because people like Lee, oh, yeah. like what have they got to do with anything? It's like we're definitely yeah. forced to question. Mm culpability because i think in sardines there are two there are two kind of i I hesitate to use the word crimes but two transgressions going on simultaneously there is the andrew stuff yeah the the abuse the historic sexual abuse and there is also jeremy having an affair yeah Yeah. and when though they mix and the people that are kind of people like Mm. rachel does she deserve to have something that mm. happened to her because she's not being burnt to death because she's having an affair with someone. She's being burnt to death just yeah. because she's there. But does that mean that she is deserving of it? It's yeah. Yeah, I, I would mm. agree. I think also the thing about um like Mark and Liz, they're definitely like the epitome mm. of like ignorant people who allow mm. the behaviour of people to like profit from yeah, yeah. absolutely who readily accept profiteering from abusers and further the cycle yeah, of abuse. Yeah, and he's just actually trying to use Andrew as a stepping stone. Andrew, But yeah. it's all about himself. So, it's all about yeah. his own gain. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Also, is even people like Rebecca, is she part of the cycle of abuse? Mm. She seems is, to... Well, obviously, she... Carl is very traumatised, but she seems to sort of sweep it under the rug a bit yeah. more. Um. Do you think she knows what's gone on? I don't know. She seems quite dismissive Probably. at times, like, oh, we were I, young I think and she, things. I think she yeah, knows what's I going agree. on. And I think she's this whole, it's just a game, it's just a game, it's just a game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is, I think that's how yeah. she's dealt with her trauma. She's, yeah. And that's not yeah. right. I think mm. she knows yeah. what's gone on, but it's very, like, in denial about it. Mm. But this is what Reese and Steve do. They make these characters where you're constantly questioning them and you, they, there's always a little bit of like ambiguity. You don't know everything about a character because there's 
for one in this episode there's so many characters you can't know everything yeah. about them all I, is this the episode with the most characters in it i reckon maybe empty orchestra has it might be definitely um like for the most like there aren't ever this many characters at once yeah. oh no mm. i'm trying to think now i reckon it is because even in like yeah because the 12 days of christine how many people are in that one, two, There's three, five. four, five. There's Reese, Reese and Steve, obviously. Yeah. Sheridan, the dad. Yeah, yeah. there's six. No, there's six. Six. Mm. And there's the friend. Have you included the friend? Oh, no, that's Steve. Oh, yeah, I've included Fung, yeah. Mm. Mm. So how many are in sardines? Uh, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I don't think there are more in any other episode. No. Yeah, that's interesting. That they, and they never sort of went back to having this no, many people. They've kind of even like branched off to just literally having the minimum, haven't they? Of like stake out mm, three people think, yeah. actually only on screen. Yeah, episodes with three people yeah. like Riddle of the Sphinx, Bernie Clifton. Oh, some of the best ones there. Misdirection. Some of the most incredible. I am obsessed yeah, with this. It's so good. Yeah. The stakeout has only got. No. A stakeout I love. Mm. Should we, yeah. should we? Should we watch some? Should we watch some? Let's do it. Let's give it a go. Hey, let's go. Something I found really interesting about this opening no, is it says either. number nine on not the gate. It doesn't often say it yeah. number yeah. nine. No. no. Just little little. I love thing. the music yeah. in this episode. It's yeah. really yeah. nice. Really nice it's music. Lovely. It's really like upbeat compared yeah. to. And also one. the use of songs later on. It sets the sort of country house tone. Yeah, it feels like the teens of Sparrow or something. Is it bad to say that I'm not a massive fan of this character? Carbolic soap. I quite like the smell of carbolic soap. I don't really have an opinion on it, but I I agree about um, Rebecca. I I don't know how I feel about her as a character. I think she's a bit kind of... There's that line that she has. It's my my engagement party. No one seems to know who I am. Yeah. Can we see the hair? I can't see it here. The hair. The hair on a mantelpiece? I've got mine. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, I need to get one. I, I need to as well. Right, so, um, Ian, I don't know if I should probably mention this later, but I think it's really weird how Ian and uh, Stinky John kind of look similar. Like, do, do you know what I mean? I agree. I, I, there's something really weird about that yeah. for me, that, where they look similar and I feel like they're like easily confusable characters. Uh, Rebecca. Do you think it's a bit odd that she mm. like picks the carbolic soap up? Like, would you do that if that was a source of childhood yeah. trauma? Would you pick it mm. up and smell it? No. Yeah, it's not. She, she's not like. Yeah. What I think would have been really interesting is if she picks up the bar of carbolic soap mm. and throws it away. Yeah, she she does. She doesn't reject it that much. I think yeah. that would have been like a really yeah. good mystery. But it, that that would also indicate that she's not particularly a victim as much like as Carl like if that was Carl going to pick up the soap I don't imagine that he'd have had the same reaction because he seems no, yeah. so traumatised yeah I, maybe she just was like complicit John has the line later in the episode dude, yeah. I can smell carbolic soap mm. is, is yeah. he really smelling that is that a flashback is can he smell it on oh he can smell mm. it on yeah. his if, hands if they've been to the toilet then no. they can smell it on people's hands can't they yeah because um, he says, oh, yeah. carbolic, we should get some of that for our own sweetie. Yes, yes. Stuart says that. Yeah. That's probably where we can smell it from. I was wondering about that, yeah. Yeah. But 
But the conversation that they go on to have is really interesting because obviously... There's a lot of foreshadowing in it. Yeah. This could be a very long game. I've written down, that's 9-11, um, obviously. The instant sense of foreboding. Um, and the fact that his initials are R.I.P. I always think about the line that he has, um, this could be a very long game. Yeah. Playing the long game. He, but yeah. he, that's exactly what he's doing. It's, it's very clever. And again, that's, that's a yeah, testament yeah, yeah. to recent Steve's writing because they always manage to drop the most subtle hints. And when you watch it back, mm. they are so obvious. But you just don't get them the first time. Yeah. I really love episodes of this show because some episodes do the twist <laughs> differently and some episodes do it kind of... But I love it when the twist hinges on one yeah. line. Oh. And then oh. as soon as that line is yeah. said, you go, oh my God. And the line in this episode is, no, no, that's not Ian. Yeah. Yeah. And the second you go, oh. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah, because he, Rebecca doesn't know who he is. And then you see that literally every single character doesn't know who he is up until you get to Jeremy, who says, that's not Ian. Is that symbolic of the cycle of abuse that victims are always being yeah. ignored? That actually, I've never thought of it that way, but I think. I, I just thought of that. I'm yeah. not that clever. Um, I think that, that literally just popped into my head. I think that was a good uh, observation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy the, the foreshadowing in this one and the, the growing tension because no one knows who Ian is and he is obviously yeah. this, like, invisible victim that everyone's forgotten about. And also I think the great thing about him is, like, they call him Pip. When when Carl says Pip at the end, it makes, me, it, it makes me think of a small young boy who's innocent and has been clearly traumatised. Yeah. Carl doesn't know um, Ian either. No one knows Ian. I think the um, thing about cupboards and closets is obviously alluding to sexuality. Can we have a little moment to discuss the line, you never could yeah. though, could you? Ooh, um, yeah. Is Carl relying on Rebecca or does he resent Rebecca for not doing anything or saying yeah. anything? She is. I think she's complacent. No, I agree. Mm. Yeah, and she's, she, she, is, she is sort of like yeah, got that sweeping under the rug mentality, just pretending everything's normal. She's one of these people that cares, but doesn't care enough to do anything about it. it. Ultimately, this is her engagement party. Mm. She's supposed to be the centre of attention, and she's looking for for the attention to be on her rather than on anyone else. So I think that's probably... This is a party. Yeah. It's like, can we stop arguing? This is a party. This is my day. It, yeah. My engagement party. No one she's knows She's one of those day. people. Yeah. I'm the star. Exactly. Yeah. And also, she's the little yeah. sister, isn't she? Yeah. And then there's also, there's Caroline, isn't there? And Caroline doesn't even come. And she has two sons who are quite big now. Is is that because um, she's trying to protect her boys from Andrew? Like, yes, the, I think it, that everything is, gets blamed on the older sibling, or everything um, sort of um, comes back to the Rebecca eldest sibling or the older. Not. I was just going to say, um, Rebecca seems to be like the naive little sister, so maybe Caroline's just more conscious and more concerned. And obviously, if she's got kids, then. She was she was probably the spoilt little sibling. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she keeps calling yeah. him daddy, doesn't she? Yeah. And she she always she always appeases him when he appears at the end on pandas to him. Yeah. Do you remember the Sardine yeah. song, Daddy? Mm. It's, yeah, it's see class consciousness. And the same thing happens yeah. with uh Lee and Geraldine. Yes. Yes, you're right. Mm. When she's being treated as the servant or another. Because she wa- Lee wants his glass filling up, yeah. Mm. And can 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 you take my yeah. jacket and stuff? There's definitely very subtle class commentary, isn't there? The use of silence is quite important, isn't it? And I love that you can hear everything, like the squeaking of the yeah. doors, 
the moving, it's, like the clothes, it's fabric and everything. We're meant to be playing the game. She's so whiny. She takes the game far too seriously, just like her dad, because they're the only ones who really take the game seriously, which is interesting. I love Camp Steve. Yeah. Interestingly, I th- I'm pretty sure this is the only episode where Reese and Steve are in a relationship, like their characters are in a relationship. Yeah. Doesn't see this you is the same character. This is the Steve character in 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. And yeah. friend in yes. Tom and Jerry. Yes. Stevie. Oh, but I just, yeah. I'm obsessed with Reese playing this character. Don't you think it's odd that he says, not interrupting anything? Obviously, like, he's a very jokey character, but they're siblings. Like, it's just a little bit of a dark comment. Yeah, that that was, and they hold hands yeah. was wrong. Yeah. Is this a comment it's... about incest in the upper classes? Just go. It's odd. I love that line. Mm. I'm an SHIT. I just love it. Look at, look at, look at Ian's look face. Look at Ian's face. That's what I was it's, about to yeah, say. Like, the bowed head and he just, he's uncomfortable, isn't he? A lot of his lines in this episode, I think, are um, they never kill the mood completely, apart from one, which is the line. They but they're always just ooh. It's just awkward, it's like, isn't it? It's building and building and building and building, and it just kind of crumbles ever so slightly. It's like you want to say sort of bank before it. To get, oh, I hate this character so much. Oh, it's Mrs. Mrs. Whimsical. Oh, she drives me insane. Yeah. This character. But I think that's, that's obviously the point, and it's very well played by the actress. Yeah. I don't know what her name is. But Ophelia, Ophelia Loverbond. She's very good. I think the casting mm. in this is amazing. A lot of really seasoned uh, actors in it. My favourite character in this show, incidentally, is, uh, is Liz. <laughs> lo- <laughs> the, the use of silence is, is yeah. very good in it's this episode. Really? This is one of the episodes that I yeah, think would work really good. well as a play. Yeah. It would, it would. Definitely. But you can sort of tell that Reese and Steve's theatre background is, is very sort of conscious and inside number nine because they, they understand space really well and they understand like where you put your characters. That's an important line that uh, Rebecca has. Um, nobody wins, we just wait. Yeah. Ian gets, he gets up in people's faces a lot. He clearly just doesn't respect boundaries. Well, that's because his boundaries weren't respected. Not to justify, but... With, like, how he stands in the wardrobe as well, he sort of, like, pushed himself away from the others. Yeah. Mm. He's in, he's in yeah. one corner and the others are up against the back, aren't they? Mm. And also the fact that he chose the hiding yeah. place that's is space, important. Yeah. It's all very orchestrated yeah. on his yeah. part. Mm. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Also, can I just say how much I love Tim Key? Very clever, very good performance from Tim Key. Love him. Yeah. She she takes the game far too seriously, Rebecca. <laughs> I just love Reese's character. I, I can't help it. What's that line that Mark has? I hate playing other people's family games. Mm-hmm. Even um, Ian gets in on the class commentary, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like no one is immune to being cruel about the lower classes. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with yeah. you? Why? She's saying to him that it's his fault. What is the matter with you? Mm. I love, I absolutely love the relationship between uh, Reese and Steve's characters in this yeah. episode. It's like yeah. such a domestic relationship. What, what episode has your favourite Reese uh, and Steve relationship? Oh, God, that's a hard question. Mm. I think I really like them in Love's Great Adventure. I really yeah. like their relationship. 
They're brothers are brothers in law in that one. Yes. That's a nice, nice relationship. I don't know if I can actually choose because I also quite like the one in uh, Elizabeth Gadge. Oh, Mr. Clark and Mr. Warren. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because it's really nice to see Reese sort of like take charge and Steve be like the cautious. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I like that. I like them in A Quiet Night In as well. Obviously. Of course. Oh, oh. <sighs> Rebecca, shutting it down. Shutting it down. She's not willing to talk about their trauma. And you can just see how Ian sort of, he's just, he's just being sent back, isn't he? Oh, Carl, Carl is clearly so damaged from this. Oh, see, see how Carl reacts to the carbolic soap in comparison to how Rebecca reacted. I've had some experiences. Oh, oh. But what does he mean by experiences? Does he mean being abused by Andrew? Because I, he gives me virgin vibes. <gasps> it's the best character. Oh, Mark and Lewis. They are the epitome of like revolting rich people. I love Anna Chancellor as an actress. I think she's brilliant. Oh, she's she's fabulous. Everything about him like just looks. I really like that actor though, Julian Reigns Tut. He's very good. He's a very good actor, but obviously a disgusting character. You're supposed you're supposed to dislike it. I feel like Ian has become this ambivalent character. He just has no feelings towards any of them. He just wants to get rid of them. Do you think it is a closure thing? Do you think the only way he can achieve closure is by tossing them all in a wardrobe? I think he's convinced himself that this is the only way that he I can I think it's more revenge with... than closure. Oh, that's interesting. I think it's revenge. Maybe, maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Yeah, I think it's more closure than revenge. It's just a really odd thing, but Geraldine says Geronimo and Ian talks about the TARDIS. I just yeah. there are just a couple little odd Doctor mm. Who illusions in there, and I'm not even the biggest yeah. Doctor Who fan, and even I pick those up. That's important. The doors are so thick you can't mm. hear anything. It's like shutting out the the rest of the world. Yeah, it's it's not only that you're shutting things in. Mm. Becca is the biggest attention seeker, yeah. isn't she? <laughs> there are constant allusions to the the Rebecca Rachel Rebecca Rachel thing and it's like are we supposed to believe mm. that Jeremy's having an affair or that he can't get over her? the sort of it's not ever made clear I mean I'm sort of leaning I on the fact that I'm leaning on the fact that that he's having an affair but it's never made clear yeah. and this mm. is another thing that Reese and Steve always do is that then don't give you clear answers a lot of the time oh, and it, 100%. it's interesting and I love when you can sort of interpret things yourself like as as a viewer I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah. Love me some... There's room for speculation. Yeah. Can we talk about um, the idea of yeah. a wardrobe as an object being something where if it's, mm. it's big and it's kind of small at the same time, you can put things in but yeah. they are separated. Mm. It's one of these things that is in the same room as yeah. you, but it's a door. Yeah. It's an interesting object because it's it is a bit it's a bit like a TARDIS, just yeah. like Ian says. But also, it is. it's yeah. bigger on the yeah. inside. But it's also um, if you look at the wardrobe, it's quite grand. It's quite um, mm. quite a sturdy, thick, heavy wardrobe. And I think that's also maybe an indication of like um, enclosing things and sort of keeping things hidden because it's like quite 
they're, they're protected from the rest of the world in their yeah. big mansion just yeah. as in the wardrobe they are concealed mm. from everything else and obviously can't get out at the end i just think it that's uh, is it stinky john next? yeah yeah we could talk about stinky john <laughs> you can quite clearly tell that he's a bit of a misfit i mean i'm confused as to why he's even yeah. at the party because at the end yeah, you so... would think that like with the whole him being a victim as well as ian like ian but like why mm. would he sort of punish somebody who went through the same thing yeah, yeah. O- obviously stinky john isn't isn't the one who's like there to seek yeah. out his revenge so it seems interesting to me that he would even yeah go. Mm. yeah i don't really know it's not i, I mean we can speculate I, there's also maybe the fact that he's not the brightest bulb in the maybe box. he wasn't supposed to be there and he, he just came for closure or whatever. yeah like when he when he tries yeah. to get under the bed and reese's character says there's no room the suitcases and he just gullib- yeah. he's quite gullible you know he just takes it and gets told to hide behind the curtain and does it so clearly yeah. he's not the brightest character, so maybe it is And just I also that. love the fact that the wardrobe in this shot looks really big, but whenever you see them inside mm-hmm. the wardrobe, they are all on top of each other. So even though like, yeah. they've referenced a TARDIS, they sort of played with it by yeah. making it actually smaller than it looks. The, the thing, the really mm-hmm. overwhelming thing yeah, in exactly. this episode is claustrophobia. Like It, it yeah. gets more and more cramped. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I mean, I don't know personally yeah. if I had been traumatised by something when I was younger. I'm not sure I'd go back to that house. And obviously the reason he's stinky is because the carbolic so mm. incident traumatised him. So he stopped washing. Um, but would you go back It's strange there? that he yeah. just is there, isn't it, really? It's... Yeah. But it's the way he's like, looking at the mm. room. Yeah. As if, like... That is I think closure to go back. One of the things, like even with like Ian, whenever he's not, he's obviously one of the main characters. But when one of the others are talking, you can sort of see how emotionless he becomes. Like he's not engaging yeah. at all. He's just stood. Yeah, he's there yeah. with a plan, really, isn't he? And that's that's it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you, you don't really know what Stinky John's motive no. is. Whereas um, you can you can guess quite easily yeah. at the yeah. end. Even then, even in that moment when um, they're forcing the wardrobe closed yeah. and he's trying to open it, and he even notices that it's fingers that are stopping it. Even then, he's still quite dim. Like he doesn't seem to register yeah. that they don't want him in the wardrobe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe he's become trapped in this childish world ever since yeah. his abuse because obviously yeah. he, he stopped he stopped washing yeah and it, it, like that's yeah. something that's gone on forever and he's just like living in this mm. naive childish state that would be very yeah. clever of recent steve and i wouldn't you know i would say that that's quite likely for because them. his childhood was like corrupted yeah oh something i've written down that i haven't said yet uh <laughs> stewart gives me major stella from the league of yes. gentlemen vibes 100 percent yeah absolutely yeah. it's something that i re- i recognized only today as i was watching it these they're the same character <laughs> the same character from certain characters i just get vibes from uh, the league yeah, characters because yeah, obviously like they've said before it's yeah. just like they're using plots that they wanted to use in that but never got around to yeah definitely and you can see that like you can yeah. tell which league characters would be playing which mm. one and another thing what was i going to say oh well obviously they're the reason that they started this show was they did uh, Psychoville. They did um, Series 1, Episode 4, which was all set in one room, didn't they? And then they 
they decided that they wanted to make a show oh, yeah. like that where everything was just sort of revolving around one setting um and obviously you can see that so clearly in this yeah. episode because you don't actually leave that yeah. room it's like you, it's not even as if you go up the stairs you don't even leave that room so it, it sort of enhances the claustrophobia. the only other room you go into is obviously yeah. the ensuite yeah, but I suppose you could even consider that as the same room, considering that it's just on t- on to the bedroom. I I love um Ben Wilbond, by the way. Such a highlight for him to be in this episode. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Same, I love it. Yeah, I love I love when uh, members of the Horrible Histories yeah. cast come into Same. Inside Number Nine. It's a it's a joy it's a joy of mine. Matthew Bainton in um was it Diddle Diddle Dumpling? Yeah, honestly. So... <gasps> I love that. Jim Howick in the trial of Elizabeth Gadge as well. Even there, they look so awkward, don't they? Like, you would think... Mm, this is the most uncomfortable, painful thing, isn't it? But when Andrew... Well, yeah, and when Andrew finally comes along and, like, reinforces the rules and makes uh, Stuart, Lee and Stinky John all get in, he's... It's only him and uh, Rebecca that are actually, as I said before, taking the game seriously. It's like, why is he taking it so seriously? It's it's quite a childish thing, really. But if if he's an abuser, then and it's well thought mm. out, like how he is the last person to come. Yeah, definitely. He's obviously quite a powerful person, isn't he? And quite assertive. It's almost as if he planned the order that they would come in. Even like it all it all fits together so perfectly he's the he's the last piece to uh Ian's it, puzzle. it reminds me of something like that agatha christie would write it's also yeah organized. so planned out yeah so props to reason steve again for that one because it's it, it's very good i always say like how uncomfortable these two always look together like they are engaged but mm. yeah they're, they're getting engaged they should be delighted and it's just awful he doesn't love her as certainly not as much as he loves yeah. Uh, Rachel. Yeah, like it's clear that something's going on. Shall we go to the bit when we learn that Ian yeah. is not Ian? Yeah. And as Morgan said before, that that line where we learn, no, that's not Ian. Ian's at the train station. Yeah. yeah. That, that's such a, that's like the introduction to the inside number nine twist, and you're like, what? <laughs> the first time I watched it. Not knowing anything about the background of the show, I was like, hold on. Yeah. It's such a great episode for, like, for the introduction to it, isn't it? Because you look at it and yeah. all you see is a group of people, what looks like, just playing this game of sardines. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the penny drops. I feel like yeah. it's definitely one to rewatch yeah. again, to notice all the things that have led yeah. up to it. And there's an innocence yeah. behind it the whole way through, really. Especially things like the Kabbalic soap. That that's yeah. so important and it recurs so much. Yeah. But the first time I watched it, I, I didn't register it yeah. at all, basically. It, but you realise the more you watch Inside Number Nine, how much tiny little comments mean in the grand scheme of things. Because they yeah, it's like every line is important. Yeah, they drop clues constantly. I absolutely love the last shot where um, yeah. Philip is stood outside the wardrobe with the lighter. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love how it leaves you hanging because even though you're not totally sure that they're all going up in flames, it, they're pretty doomed by that point. And I, I love, they're sort of like teetering on the edge of death and you're sort of there with them. Sort of like, that's what I like. It never actually seals the fate of characters, does it? 
Well, except in a few, but like here, you don't know if he's just going to walk off and leave them yeah. locked. Yeah. Or if he's going to burn the wardrobe down. Or It reminds me of uh, To Have yeah. and To Hold when um, at the end, you know that Steve's character yeah. is going to suffer, but yeah. um, mm. you don't actually know what's going to happen to him. Obviously, yeah. you, just... know, you know what he's done. Yeah. You know about his dirty little secret about yeah. big secret yeah. um but you're sort of left hanging i love that even though it's what like 30 minutes that you become so invested in characters and it's in that moment at the end where the twist is revealed that you're sort of like and because you, you never revisit an episode really it's that's it that's mm. it that's all you get and you're sort yeah. of left on like the cliff edge yeah every episode is like a separate experience yeah. and you you can obviously only learn so much about the characters, but you learn a lot and their stories piece together pretty quickly. And I think that's one thing that Reese and Steve also do really well is that they manage to characterise so well in such a short space of time. Which is why it's like so rewatchable and you, and you, don't, you don't tend to get bored of it, really. But I think that's also reminiscent of like the League when they were creating characters for a comedy in quite a short space of time where you have to learn a yeah. lot about these characters pretty quickly they're very they're very good at doing that i think other than that i just think it's a brilliant way to start off and it it's what made us all go and watch the next one and the next one and yeah. the next yeah. one if this episode That's had it. been drab i don't imagine that we'd have carried on watching it it's set, it's set yeah. the bar this isn't personally one of my favorite episodes but from the moment that i watched it i was like this is the tv show for me yeah, yeah. me too you just can't knock it it's so impressive how well crafted it is and you, you can say that about every single episode even if it's not not your favorite it doesn't have to be a favorite episode it still can be significant and impressive to you yeah so i love this episode it's it's not it's not my favorite but i love it and mm. it's that was off on on, yeah. the, on the path of inside number nine do you reckon we can give it a ranking out of 10 out of nine gold hairs yeah let's give the episode a rank out of nine nine gold hairs yeah seven yeah that's a strong i'm thinking around there yeah it's not the best but for a first episode it's so well crafted mm. i'd give it a seven and a half and the extra half is just because i think the casting's brilliant yeah and I, just, I agree like as an ensemble which isn't something that you get very often in inside number nine yeah. it's very good i agree so seven and a half for me mm. yeah i agree with that I mean, for me, there's a few episodes coming up that I like less than others. So it'll be interesting to see everybody's opinions on them. Because we're not going to tell yeah, anybody that they're wrong. Because that's the yeah, great thing yeah. about the show. You interpret it different ways. It's quite open to interpretation a lot of the time, Inside Number Nine. It, it's something that I love about it is that you can have a totally different opinion to someone else on a show. or It, it does it so well, I think. I think that's one really good thing about this an optimist might think ian's gonna arrive in a taxi and save all the people in the wardrobe i don't know but it's it's great that we can all have like different interpretations of it right i think i'm about i'm about done i think that's all i've got to say i'm sardine right well uh, thanks everyone for listening to our very first episode of the league of fans on dot 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 uh, if you enjoyed this there should be some more coming in the future for now we've been the league of fans